listening to Mr. Radio, and I'm your host, Marshall. The Orange County Farm Bureau opened the first ever certified California farmer's market in the history of Orange County nearly 40 years ago. This past winter, I had the opportunity to visit the Irvine California Farmer's Market where one can cut the middleman and buy fresh fruits, vegetables, plants, and other produce directly from the farmer. In turn, supporting family farms that are part of the community rather than large grocery chains. Not only can you find produce that is rarely found at a grocery store, but you also reduce your carbon footprint since produce at the farmer's markets travels shorter distances from the field to the plate, thus having a smaller carbon footprint. It was a beautiful February day in Southern California, SoCal to the locals, and the music playing in the air lured me in. Doug Early had been invited to play saxophone at this market, and I asked him if he considered himself a smooth jazz artist. Oh, definitely. I would say more on the smooth side. But I like to say instrumental R&B. <laughs> How long have you been playing? Uh, on and off, about 30 years, on and off. I just retired, so now I have more time to play. You don't have any CDs or anything like that? I don't have any copies anymore. I have one that's online. You can just look me up, Doug Early, E-A-R-L-E-Y and you'll find it it's on Spotify and all of the platforms. As Early's smooth jazz played on in the background, I took in all of the vegetable stands that surrounded me and eventually met Heidi, a knowledgeable shopper who was giving some potato growing tips at the potato stand. Excuse me, I, I couldn't yes. help but overhear that you're an expert on potatoes. Well, I'm not I, an expert, I've just done a little homework. <laughs> are you a, a vendor here or are you a customer here? I'm an avid customer here. What brings you to this particular farmer's market? Well, it's local to me. What brings me here is the, the, all the different stands and the produce that, that's offered. I'm a gardener at heart and my interest is, is growing and, and also I'm here to obviously buy food and fresh food. But I saw a gentleman asking about growing potatoes, so I joined the conversation. What is your specialty for cooking potatoes? I do a simple boil and then I toss with butter and parsley and parmesan. Besides potatoes, what else do you get at the farmer's market? I come here religiously for green juices, for farm fresh eggs, occasionally flowers and lots of healthy leafy greens, like Swiss chard, spinach, a lot of Asian greens they offer here, which is they have an amazing collection of Asian greens here. Timothy from Don Antonio's Kitchen explained the benefits of the keto bread he had for sale. I understand you're the expert on keto bread. Do you want to tell me who you are and what you do? <laughs> well, my name is uh, Timothy, and uh, I work with my buddy who makes the keto bread. Uh, it's uh, basically a low-carb bread alternative, you know, for anybody who's trying to stick to a low-carb diet. And, uh, you know, bread is actually, my friend went through a trial and error with it, and I've kind of been helping him out, getting it out there, you know, telling people about it. You know, keto diet itself is kind of complicated, but you know, when you're trying, when you're, people are eating in and out burgers and when they're trying to go on like a, oh, okay, can I not get no bread on, can I get no bun? Uh, this bread is like a very good, best sub substitute you can get. How is it made? It's made with a couple ingredients. The main ingredient is the vital wheat gluten. It's also got oat fiber and it does contain eggs and butter. Other than that, it's just like the xanthium gum and, you know, a little bit of sugar to activate the rest of the ingredients. And, uh, you know, it's all made locally, actually. We're working on the shipping when people get it, where it's still nice and cold. 
keep it in the fridge. Like I said, last two weeks, three weeks. So yeah, you know, Don Antonio's Kitchen, definitely. Alex Rodriguez, a vendor for Back Home Barbecue, explained the variety of produce that he had on display. We are selling Filipino and Hawaii, Hawaiian food. So pan set, which is like a stir fry noodle, spam masubis, vegan masubis, barbecue, empanadas, and vegan options on everything. So we try to do vegan options for the vegans. Yeah? What's the favorite choice? I definitely would say the Spam Masubis are probably the most popular item, and if not, that's the barbecue. The barbecue pork or the barbecue chicken. For those interested in some tasty baked goods, Irene explained her job and what the Picket Lane Bakery had to offer. I manage the booth at Picket Lane Bakery at the Irvine Farmer's Market. What kinds of goods do you sell here? Fresh baked goods, croissants, sliced loaves, baguettes, cookies, Lots of nice treats. The owner of the bakery is a French chef. His name is Robert. He has been in the industry for over 40 years. He has worked all over the world. He came out to California and was working for a big resort hotel place and then he decided to go out on his own. How many customers do you get each time you open up here? It's hard to tell. My booth is pretty much empty at the end of the day, so we do pretty well at the farmer's markets every Saturday. Is this the only farmer's market you work at? We do the Laguna Hills Farmer's Markets on Saturday as well. Patricia from Gourmet Tamales was eager to share her wide variety of tamales. Okay, the Gourmet Tamales? My name is Leticia Manuel. I'm working for Gourmet Tamales. What kinds of tamales do you have here? I have 24 different kinds. I have a lot of kinds, vegetarian, vegan meat, and dessert tamales. What's the favorite one? My favorite is beef. Who makes these? Three ladies in the kitchen, and I'm telling you. What's involved in making the tamales? I put um, corn, I say gluten-free, and put um, vegetable oil. And I have a lot of uh, different kinds. Maricela Batista has worked on her family's date farm since 1999, and I asked her how her farm followed the organic growing guidelines. We don't use any fertilizers, any chemicals. Uh, everything that we use is organic with our, that we have in our farm. Like we have a cows, which we use our, the cows maneuvers, a lot of water, so it's mainly uh, stuff that it's not with chemicals or anything. Can you just explain the products that you're selling here? We only sell dates, and we carry seven different types of dates, from Majul to Deglinor, which is from sweetest to less sweet and drier. So we have a lot of varieties to choose from. Wormore Honey was started over 35 years ago by Steve Wernett and Melinda Moore in Orange County, California. Since 2014, they've been joined by their son Spencer Wernett and their nephew Jared Moore. Wormore Honey currently has over 500 hives, and I had the opportunity to speak with Spencer. Yeah, so my name is Spencer Wernett. I sell honey. I'm one of the beekeepers. It's me and my parents, so it's a small family business. We just sell our honey that we uh, harvest all out of Southern California here. What do you have to go through in order to participate in this farmer's market? Our family's been doing it for a long time. It's basically you have to kind of get in. Nowadays it's a little harder because there's a lot more vendors. 
basically you got to talk to the manager and kind of go on a list, uh, waiting list, and eventually it opens up and you can get in. So now I've heard that if you have local honey, it helps with allergies. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what they say. So you get little bits of the pollen from around the plants from that area. So it's supposed to kind of build up your immunity to the, the pollen, you know, from the tree. It helps a little bit, but you got to be consistent with it. Yeah. And if somebody wanted to order any of your honey, do you do anything online and how could we get in touch with you? Yeah, so I do have some, uh, I have a few little sizes online, one pound and two pound, and it's at wormorehoney.com. So I got a little website going for that. Otherwise, people mostly pick it up or get it here at the farmer's market. How many hives do you have? Uh, so we currently have about 540 hives at the moment. Yeah, and that's just for three of us, so it uh, keeps us busy. <laughs> have you had to worry about any of the, the diseases that have been attacking bees lately? We've been pretty good about managing our numbers. I know some beekeepers have a lot of bees and they can't get around to keeping on top of them as far as like treating them because there's a mite that can ruin your hive. We've been pretty good about keeping on top and keeping our bees alive. So we, we keep our numbers about consistent year round. Located in Linden, California, Smith Farms supplies the Bay Area and Southern California certified farmers markets with tree fruit that has been sustainably grown since 1969. Corey explains some of the pressures involved in growing organic fruits. This is Smith Farms. Can you explain what you grow and how you do it? We grow mostly apples, blueberries, and cherries. We have 150 acres. We've got almond trees, we um, have cider and honey, and um, we got a nice size operation. Is this organic? It's mostly organic, yes. It's pesticide free, herbicide free. Yeah. In order for it to be completely organic, what would you have to do? You have variable times in the year where uh, you have certain pressures to make it organic. You can't use a certain pesticide for, I think it's like 18 months or something like that. I forget how long it is, but, and then you can call it organic. But if you use, even use it once and you're having a trouble air time, you lose your whole organic certification and then you can't sell it as organic. So sometimes there's just that tough time of year where something's a, a pest pressure comes and just nothing's working. What is involved in setting up your stand here? Do you have to get approval? How, how do you do this? You need certain certificates from the state and the county. You need um, a health inspection. You need commercial kitchen. If uh, anyone listening wanted to order something online, do you do anything like that, or how can they contact you? You can go to our Instagram or our website, Smith Farms, and find out what local farmer's markets we have all throughout California. So we've got some in Northern California and Southern California. Jose Samor was selling sugar snap peas as a hobby and was eager to explain how to grow and prepare his sugar snap peas. My name is Jose Samora. Is this your farm that you're, you're selling things from? Oh, it's, right now it's like a, like a hobby that I, that I have that I do just to keep myself busy. How often do you come to the farmer's market? Oh, uh, only once a week. Can you explain to the people listening what exactly you're selling here? Right now I'm selling uh, sugar snap peas. How does one prepare sugar snap peas if you want to eat them? You can eat them raw, if you like raw, raw vegetables. And or you can put, uh, stir fry them and put them in rice also, or in salads. What's involved in growing them? Oh, well it's a lot of work. Uh, first of all you have to prepare the ground. And then after that you, you put the seed in the ground. 
you irrigate, and then you, you, you uh, maintain, uh, uh, pulling weeds out, and then putting a stake support for the vine to go up. And after that, it takes about uh, 70 days to harvest, and then you start harvesting, you harvest by hand. Have you started this on your own, or did your family have the farm? Well, my father was a farmer, I was a farmer all his life, and I, I learned all this from him. I notice you have a phone number here. If somebody wanted to order something by phone or online, would they be able to uh, do that? No, not right now. I normally just come to the farmer's market. If they want some of my product, uh, they need to come into the farmer's market. I spoke with Chris, a citrus vendor, who explained what he was selling. Right now we just have citrus, but we do certified organic fruit, so it depends on the season. How does it become certified organic? We have to go down through the process of uh, USDA to get certified. And how big is your farm? About 500 acres right now. According to the California Department of Food and Agriculture Farms, 95% of California's 77,400 farms are family-owned. Non-family corporations make up just 1.3% of farms in California, and the remaining 3.6% are operated as cooperatives, estates, trusts, or institutions. I spoke with several family farmers, including Vang Vu, who spoke about his stand and gave some tips on how to prepare his produce. We sell primarily uh, Asian-type vegetables. Asian vegetables like bok choy and uh, mustard greens and uh, cauliflower, stuff like that. Is this a family farm? Yes. How old is the farm? Farm. We've been doing this for, uh, the, I've been farming for probably about 20 plus years, but we haven't done farmer, we've been doing farmer markets for maybe uh, 15. What are some of the most popular vegetables here? Uh, it varies from season to season, but for us, like the bok choy is always sell real well. The uh, water spinach, uh, which is primarily uh, Chinese type vegetable, that sells real well. Uh, you know, your bitter melon, your fruits, summer fruits sell real well. Your bitter melons, your eggplants, cucumbers, and stuff like that, they sell real well. You mentioned bok choy? Yes. How does one prepare that to eat? Bok choy, best way to do it is a quick stir fry. A little olive oil, a little garlic, a little bit of whatever meat if you want. Otherwise, if you're vegetarian, vegan style, just, just the vegetable by itself. Just like that is the simplest way to do it. Andrew from Spring Hill Farms explained the popularity of his cheeses. I'm from New Jersey, and okay. I see you're the Spring Hill Jersey, Jersey cheese. Cow. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about your farm? Yeah, yeah. so uh, our farm is located in upstate California, in Petaluma. It's a all-dairy farm, all Jersey cows, which are a breed of cow, brown cows. What's your most popular cheese that you sell? Popular cheese, we have a two-year-age white cheddar, which has actually won the second-best white cheddar in the, in the country. That's our bestseller for sure. Besides jazz, the market offers a variety of other musical entertainment, including the sitar of Farhan Khan, a.k.a. Flash Sitar, a musician from Newport Beach. How long have you been working farmers markets? How long? About 20 years. Where did you learn to play the sitar? At home. <laughs> on, your, on your own? Yeah, uh, no, I took some lessons. Did you start out with guitar first? Yes, I did. What kind of gigs do you do? I do a lot of weddings. What's involved in trying to get booked here? Oh, you need have to be really good. What's the process? Who do you contact? Oh, you they call they call you. You give them a tape, and then if they like it, they invite you. So that's the way it works. Were you influenced by Ravi Shankar? A little bit. 
Who was your biggest influence? Uh, Walad Khan. Uh, Ravi Shankar, Walad Khan, yeah. Uh, Ali Akbar Khan. And is, yes, you're right. You did. All of this. You're always playing solo? No, I have a band. What is the name of the band? Flash Sitar. I have the violin, violin player and the singer. And this one is a small market, so I just play here by myself. I play mostly here in Canada, a lot of weddings. How old were you when you first started playing? About eight years. Were your parents involved? None in? of the, f none of, nobody in my family <laughs> play music. <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> what are you going to play now, and what's it called? I have no idea. Let's see what I got on the shuffle. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm gonna play. <laughs> I have no idea. Spencer goes to the farmer's market not only for the fresh food, but to have a breakfast burrito. I've been to only two farmer's markets over the past couple months, but I used to go a lot when I was younger uh, to the farmer's market in Laguna Beach. What's your favorite part about the farmer's market besides uh, looking at the, the grinds here? <laughs> Probably just all the fresh food. Yeah, it's, it's just the fresh food. It, it tastes a lot better than the stuff you get at the grocery store. So, I like to get bread. I like hummus. I like the dips. Sometimes I'm going to get a breakfast burrito after this. So, um, yeah. Where are you getting the breakfast burrito and why a breakfast burrito? It's called Martha's Kitchen. Why am I going to get it? I don't know. I just don't feel, didn't wake up feeling that great. And I feel like a breakfast burrito would uh, make me feel a little bit better. So. <laughs> In addition to food and music, the farmer's market enables craft artisans to exhibit their wares, which is how I met Patty, who explained her attraction to the wind chimes, while Cheryl pointed out the most popular chime in her garden party booth. We're located in a lot of chimes. Can you explain what attracted you to this chime place? Well, I love chimes. I have them all over my balcony, and I just love the way they look and how pretty they are. She's got a really nice assortment. <laughs> Are you a, a farmer's market uh, roadie? Do you go to all the farmer's markets in the, in the county? No, but I used to go to the Venice farmer's market when I lived out there for 14 years. And then I worked when I was off work for some people from Carpinteria in their flowers. And this is like 25 years ago, and they pay me $10 an hour, and then... When it's time to close up, I got all the flowers I wanted, and I love that. My name is Cheryl Kepler, and this company is called Garden Party. What's the favorite chime that you sell? The favorite chime, the most popular one, is behind you, the multicolored hearts in a, in a strip over is that there. Is I just got? No. <laughs> you got a different multicolored hearts. That one costs $10 more. But it's just a slightly different style. That yeah. one right there uh -huh. with the glass. And, and the hearts because it's Valentine's Day? No, it's popular all year long. I sell a ton of them at Christmas. I tell Mother's Day, you name it. How much are those? 39 Oh, 39 Here you go. How many farmer's markets do you go to? Two. I go to the one on El Toro um, on Fridays from 9 to 1. And, and I go to the one here every other Saturday because I'm old and I can't do them one after another. The farmer's market is not only for adults, 
Pre-COVID, this market also had a train ride for the kids. Even though today's market did not have a train ride, two of the youngest patrons, Cameron and Luna, explained what they liked best about the farmer's market. Cameron, what brings you to the farmer's market? The celery and... <laughs> For juicing in the morning, no? Yeah. And you like celery? Yes. What else do you like besides celery? Um, like carrots and beets and vegetables. Do, do they sell carrots and beets and vegetables here? Yes. And your favorite one is? Um, the beets. <laughs> because of the color or the taste? Because of the taste. Did you go to the farmer's market today? Yeah. What did you see at the farmer's market? I got some fruit. Fruit? What kind of fruit? Strawberries and blackberries. Strawberries and blackberries? What is your favorite thing at the farmer's market? Fruit. And I got a chocolate muffin. What did you get? chocolate muffin. A chocolate muffin? How did that taste? Good. Did they make chocolate muffins there? Yeah. Was it a big chocolate muffin? A big chocolate muffin. How big was it? Was it bigger than a ping pong ball? No, like this big. The Irvine Farmer's Market is open on Saturdays and is located at Mariner's Church parking lot, 5001 Newport Coast Drive, Irvine, California, from 8 a.m. to noon or shine. Look for the white tents near the corner of Bonita Canyon and Turtle Ridge to find this market on Saturday mornings. Thanks to the following vendors and musicians for helping put this podcast together. Doug Early and his saxophone, Don Antonio's Kitchen, Back Home Barbecue, Picket Lane Bakery, Gourmet Tamales, Marcella Batista, Wear More Honey, Smith Farms, Jose Samore, Boo Fresh Produce, Spring Hill Farms, Garden Party, and Farhan Khan, a.k.a. Flash Sitar. That was a cover song by Post Malone called Rockstar. listening to Mr. Radio, and I'm your host, Marshall. This program was written and produced by Marshall. Our theme music was played by Ululation. Mr. Radio is available wherever you get your podcasts, including iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. And don't forget to tune in again for another episode of Mr. Radio.